Welcome to Speaking Keystone, a podcast dedicated to preserving the origins of public speaking. Each episode will bring you valuable insights and information about influential people and events from the history of public speaking. I am your host, John Todorovic. Before we begin, let's clear up the path with a disclaimer. Toastmasters International and all other Toastmasters International trademarks and copyrights are the sole property of Toastmasters International. This podcast is independent of Toastmasters International. It is not authorized by, endorsed by, sponsored by, affiliated with, or otherwise approved by Toastmasters International other than for the use of the name Toastmasters International. This will be another exciting episode dedicated to the life of Ralph C. Smedley, founder of Toastmasters International. I mentioned in the previous episode how challenging it is to find information about Mr. Smedley, especially in the early 20th century. I wasn't willing to give up, so I extended my research over the past few days and came up with some interesting facts. In this episode, we will cover three years in life of Ralph Smedley. 1915 to 1917. I will feature events from his involvement with YMCA and Toastmasters, his dedicated work in church, and two major events in his personal life. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Ralph Smedley served as a judge for an oratorical contest held at Augustana College on March 10, 1915. Cecil Koch of Rock Island, Illinois, won the contest, the cash prize of $5, and the honor of representing Augustana in the state oratorical contest that was held in Aurora, Illinois, on April 23, 1915. As we move forward in 1915, Ralph Smedley was elected as the president of the Rock Island Toastmasters Club at the club's annual meeting on June 28, 1915. A month later, Elizabeth Betty Smedley, Ralph Smedley's only child, was born on July 31, 1915, in Illinois. The first meeting of the season of the Toastmasters Club was held on October 5, 1915, in Rock Island YMCA. Dinner was served at the banquet hall, and it was followed by a short business session. The members enjoyed the program for the evening, which was led by Ralph Smedley, who acted as the Toastmaster of the evening. On January 12, 1916, Ralph Smedley was the speaker at the meeting of the High School Bible Club, which had its regular weekly meeting at the YMCA in Rock Island, Illinois. Mr. Smedley spoke on the topic of pure thinking and, in the half hour allotted to him, impressed the boys deeply with the importance of his message. As we cover many important dates in Smedley's life, do you think he had enough time for himself? I somehow doubt it, considering all his efforts. Where did he find all that time to dedicate to all those? The men's class of Broadway Presbyterian Church held an election of officers on January 16, 1916. This class was meeting every Sunday at 9.45 at Broadway Church, taking up practical and interesting lines of Bible study under the leadership of Ralph Smedley. 
Visitors and new members always found a warm welcome when they came to the sessions of the class. As we move forward away from the church business, Cytus D. McLean and Ralph Smedley went to Anderson, Indiana, where they will go over for final approval plans for the new $200,000 YMCA building to be constructed at that place. On the way back to Rock Island, they attended the state conference of the employed officers of Indiana YMCA in Indianapolis. A group of interested committee members and directors met at the YMCA in Rock Island on May 26, 1916. They heard the report by Ralph Smedley on the international convention, which was held the week before in Cleveland, Ohio. Mr. Smedley referred to the convention as the most remarkable ever held, largely because of the unanimity of action on the part of the delegates, which reached 2,500 in numbers. On one occasion, he handles a lot of business. On the other part, he is helping the community and the boys of the YMCA. The Boys Welfare Day conducted by the local boys of Rock Island YMCA on July 9, 1916, proved to be a success in every way. Short talks were given on boy problems in the Sunday schools of the city. Large number of boys gathered to listen to talks on clean living. Ralph Smedley spoke about the negative effects of smoking and how it influences the business world. As we move away from the community work, members of the Toastmasters Club of Rock Island held their annual outing at the Watchtower, Rock Island, Illinois on July 11, 1916. The session marked the closing of the season's activities. Ralph Smedley was an outgoing president of the club and he served as a Toastmaster of the evening. The occasion was rendered particularly enjoyable by the presence of the ladies who were the guests of the evening. Later that year, the concert given on September 22, 1916 at the Broadway Presbyterian Sunday School was a delightful occasion in every way. The concert was an informal dedication of the new piano, which was purchased by the Sunday School. The orchestra, with the addition of new instruments, played in a manner that would have been creditable to a much more ambitious organization. It was led by a credible director, Ralph Smedley. This just shows the variety of his skills that he developed over time. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the follow or subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Ralph Smedley announced on December 13, 1916, that he will be re-entering YMCA field as General Secretary of the Monmouth YMCA. He has spent two years prior to this event working with a well-known architect, Cyrus McLean. During that time, he traveled 30,000 miles, visited and studied numerous YMCA buildings. As he was coming back, the Broadway Presbyterian Sunday School performed another concert on January 4, 1916, in front of a very appreciative audience. The orchestra was assisted by the younger members of the Sunday School. 
everyone was delighted to be able to give another concert under the leadership of Raul Smedley, who they called an efficient Sunday school superintendent at Broadway. Ralph Smedley left with his family for Monmouth, Illinois on January 8, 1917 to take up work as the general secretary of the YMCA of that city. The association at Monmouth made the preparations to raise a fund of $75,000 to $100,000 to provide the building and equipment needed for its work. It will be Mr. Smedley's task to see this campaign through. Smedley was particularly suited for this task, having engaged in a similar campaign which brought Rock Island a new association building in 1912. He retained his connection with the McLean architectural firm while serving in Monmouth. During the first week of April in 1917, Ralph Smedley launched a campaign to raise funds for the new building for YMCA in Monmouth, Illinois. The aim was to raise $75,000 by Saturday, April 14, 1917. By Friday evening, the total pledges amounted to $82,598. Have in mind that it was the year 1917, and that amount equates to, hold on, $1.6 million today. It is interesting to note that the pledges were small, yet a good number of people pledged to complete the amount. M.C. Williams from Oberlin, Ohio, had charge of the campaign. He also helped Mr. Smedley with the efforts that resulted in the construction of the building in Rock Island YMCA, where Mr. Smedley served as general secretary from 1909 to 1914. Smedley was already displaying exemplary leadership skills at the age of 37. Would you be able to cover all the roles that he did at that age? By mid-May 1917, Ralph Smedley visited Rock Island to consult with architect C.D. McLean or Cyrus McLean in regard to the new association building for Monmouth. While he was doing the construction and preparation for construction of the new building, Toastmasters Club of Rock Island YMCA held a speaking contest on May 22, 1917. The contest was one of the strongest ever since it started three years ago. Among the three judges of the contest was Ralph Smedley, who founded the Rock Island Toastmasters Club eight years ago. He gave a toast at the end of the contest. Besides Toastmasters and YMCA work, as well as the church work, Ralph Smedley was also active in the community and helped out raise certain campaigns and funding for different occasions. On a particular occasion, Ralph Smedley led a six-day campaign to raise funds for St. Anthony's Hospital that concluded on June 11, 1917. These efforts provided more than $200,000 worth of donations that will be used to construct a new hospital building in Rock Island. As I said before, there were two important events that have affected Smedley's personal life. Ralph Smedley's father, Thomas Braxton Doc Smedley, passed away on Thursday, September 6, 1917, 
in his home at North Prairie Street in Bloomington, Illinois. He was born on July 22, 1832. During the War of the Rebellion, Doc Smedley was a prisoner of Andersonville Prison. As Ralph Smedley moved on from a challenging event in his life, he gave a pep talk to the workers of the membership contest in Rock Island YMCA. He told them how it was done at Monmouth and also at Pontiac, Illinois. In speaking of the latter town, he said, Although the town has a population of only 6,000, a thousand members for the association were secured in the recent campaign. Moline ought to do as well. Just put your heart into it and go after the men and boys with a proper spirit and you'll land them. Mr. Smedley was serving as the secretary of Monmouth YMCA in November 1917 when he decided to resign his position and serve for six months to the Army YMCA. Wow, what an amazing journey for Ralph Smedley in only three years. We have covered his life from 1915 to the end of 1917. We will continue this incredible story in the next chapter. Until then, thank you for joining me in this episode of Speaking Keystone. Make sure to visit our website, speakingkeystone.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help greatly. Until next time, this has been John Todorovic. Bye-bye.